0: penny wise and pound foolish. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents channel. My name is Jesse Durham. We're back for another installation in our quote series where today we're going to evaluate the quote, the saying of penny wise and pound foolish. Now this saying has of course some English etymology because uh, penny being a, a small amount of of coin of course and a pound being the equivalent of the United States dollar so i'm unsure of the the etymology the background but we can know and understand this saying from another common saying i believe here that that i know growing up so you let me know down in the comment section have you heard pennywise pound foolish and i believe another way of saying that or at least another way of looking at that would be to recognize that it's hard to see the forest despite the trees sometimes okay so perhaps you've heard that saying so i know here i am laying one saying upon another but when i think of the idea that somebody could be penny wise okay they could be they could be they could be frugal they could be looking at the details of some small aspect of personal finance but really not seeing the big picture I believe I believe that happens. okay. And the way that Nash talks about that and a way that the way that I believe we can have a conversation about being penny wise. But pound foolish is to look at how Nash described the average person as being someone who's perhaps perhaps saving 10 percent. And that's generous, but perhaps saving 10 percent of their income and then spending another 20 30 40 here on these just just a few other categories of living expenses vehicle home etc okay so he says that so many conversations are focused on the rate of return on what i'm saving over here or what i'm more realistically investing over here in X, Y, Z, government programs, money in the bank, what have you. He says so many folks are focusing on getting a good rate of return, on seeing a good return on their investment of this sliver. And again, he was giving the average American a generous sliver of 10%. The average American is not saving 10%. But even in being generous in that way, he's making a very big point, Okay, which is that some folks are trying to be penny wise, but they're being pound foolish. See, everything in life is financed. So while the conventional system is trying to tell us, park your money over here, save 10%, 15%, whatever it is that they're saying over here, and they do normally use the words saving. It's not. It is investing. You should know that. Okay. It it depends on where we're talking about putting the money, but many times they're talking about, government qualified plans and that's not saving money that is investing money how can you know that well my question is what are the guarantees is there any guarantee that what you put into a 401k won't go to zero no no there are not (laughs) so you're investing perhaps speculatively be that as it may we're told to focus on roi return on investment we're told to focus on rate of return okay and we're missing the big picture that everything is financed and that we have abdicated our both our responsibility and our opportunity to bank for ourselves to the commercial, to the conventional banking system. And instead, what we could be doing is paying premiums into whole life policies that have been properly structured for the banking purpose with mutual companies that pay dividends. And that be our warehouse of wealth that be our privatized banking system so that whatever it is that we are doing, whatever it is that we are financing in our lifestyle, even if that does include investments that we do we, I mean if if we are making investments, of course we want a good rate of return. Of, of course we want a return on that investment and, and a good one. But all the while, the average American is overlooking the fact that everything is financed Well, what if you could make that investment and regardless of how that investment performs in and of itself, what if you financed that from an asset that you're going to own regardless of the outcome on that investment? What if you first had been compounding your money into the future guaranteed and then leveraged this asset for this investment? What if you could make Your dollars perform multiple jobs before they do if you ultimately decide for those dollars to be allocated towards some investment where you expect a a rate of return, okay? But we can't overlook the fact that everything is financed from somewhere, and somebody profits from that. I'm here to encourage you along this journey of learning about becoming your own banker, or if you're, of course, already a client, you're already, okay? How can you grow and scale this over the course of time? Sure, 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 sure. Where you can see returns on investments that you make if you're making this or on a business that you're running and owning and operating, okay? Or on your career if you're an employee, whatever the case happens to be. What if you could become your own banker? What if you could see the forest despite the trees, because you're not abdicating that opportunity and responsibility to someone else. What if you're not just penny-wise, but you are pound-wise? In fact, what if we just start with the pound? What if we just start with the banking function? So practically speaking, here's what I'm saying. What if you could add one step to what it is that you're already doing? Whatever it is that you're already doing, what if you could add one step? without losing control, without taking on any additional risk, without working any harder, and without changing your cash flows. What if you could add one step and you could become pound wise, okay? You could re-ascertain the banking function in your own life and become exponentially more profitable than you otherwise would by abdicating that to someone else. Don't miss the forest for the trees. Don't get caught up in being focused on this little thing over here and trying to squeeze everything that you can out of that. Remember Nash's airplane example? Some people, they're just trying to get their airplane to go five miles per hour faster or 10% faster. And they're overlooking the glaringly obvious headwind that's moving the whole plane backwards. Okay, so don't miss the forest for the trees. Don't just keep (laughs) flying through a headwind when you could make that headwind a tailwind. Instead, that will propel you so much faster forward. And again, when that's in comparison with what the average American is doing, you're going to blow by the competition. So I hope that this has been an interesting conversation for you. If you would, let me know down in the comment section if you've heard of this saying, if you have a suggestion for another saying you would like us to cover. And if you'd like to have a conversation about how to implement the infinite banking concept into your household or your business or your investing, then don't hesitate to reach out to us. And I look forward to that conversation. I hope you have a great day. Take care. And pennywise and pound foolish, you what? So I hope that this has been an interesting conversation to new, to you. Let me know. Here's what I'm saying. Practically say speaking. If you would let me know. Good grief! Too many people are concerned about a return on their investment, and they're completely overlooking the banking function. I'm peasants. <laughs>